You're listening to Two Chunks and a Hunk. Movie musings for mostly everyone. Two Chunks and a Hunk. My name is, in fact, Jordan Wonders, and this week I am your hunk. I'm Doge. This is my first episode of this podcast, so I forgot to look up a quote once again. Yep. I always check every week, and they're both always like, yes, of course, I'm not stupid. And then the one week <laughs> I don't check, Doge has no is quote. This, is this the 2022 bullet train or the 1975 bullet train? Uh-oh. 75? Watch the 2022 one. And you've right said around the, the time name, bullets were made. You said the name of the movie. We got to bleep it out. I'm Doge and you're a chunk. Nice. Yeah. No, good. Yeah. I'm Carter and I am going to ruin your life the way you ruin mine. Dude, I don't even chunk you. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Very good, Carter. Oh, hunky yeah, boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Why? Tell me this. Why? Well, today, the day of our recording, the day of our Lord, August 12, 2022, is my wife's birthday. Happy birthday. Congratulations. She turned 28 years old, which means she's almost dead. Yeah. And to celebrate her passing from this life to the next. Yeah. uh, I did find a way to turn my living room into a karaoke bar. Yeah, and uh, it's a fun. really cool app. You should you should use it. It's called Kara Fun, and uh, it's this got, week's like, episode is brought to you by Kara Fun. Jordan, like, tell them about what on, they can get if they download Kara Fun. Uh, Forty eight thousand songs. I've yet to really find anything they don't have. There is um, casting crowns on there, right? There is casting crowns on there. Right. I did check that for they, sure. They don't they don't have Thunder by Boys Like Girls, which uh, is a big bummer for it, me. It's gonna be like uh, my. My first song is going to be like, what if his people prayed? Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be great. Love it. Why aren't his arms reaching? This is, I believe, what is called narrow casting. Yeah. It's also our entire audience. It's also what's called (laughs) podcasting. Podcasting. Um, For all you non-Christians, there's also Black Sabbath. (laughs) (laughs) Those are actually the only two bands it has. seculars, they got eight. They have your music too. Uh, they got Michael W. Smith. Yeah. They're friends forever and ever. <laughs> but anyway, I found a way. I found a way to uh, make it work. So I'm pretty excited. About That's fun. That. Yeah, Carter. Yeah. What's your What's your go to song? What are you launching into? Do you want to know? I assume I you'll want- have more than one song. Yeah, so. sure, sure, sure. But what's a song that you're like? This is for me, hundred percent. Simply the best by Tina Turner. Ooh, okay. Jess and I've I were been wondering- doing. I've been doing. Tina impersonation since I was like 10. Incredible. I was Ever wondering if you would do a Celine. Phil Collins for you. There, it could be that too. There'll also be Elton John singing with Elton John, I'm sure. Yes. Yeah. Yes, gotta yeah. happen. <laughs> <laughs> would you make yourself cry if you did a Celine Dion one? I, dude, every time I want to do it and I get way too into it. <laughs> I would love it if you did a Celine Dion and made yourself cry. That's actually all I want I thought about doing Tell birthday. Him, which is Barbara Streisand and Celine Dion, and just <laughs> doing both parts. Anywho, yeah. should we perhaps discuss a movie? Yeah, I guess we can. Choo-choo, pew-pew. You know what I'm saying? Choo-choo. Mm, pew, more like pew-pew, chunk. Pew-pew, choo-choo. Even more yeah. accurately. Mm. This is... The third and final installment of our Choo Choo Chunks series. It's all about trains, baby. God's greatest creation. Thanks, David. God's greatest creation, trains. And uh, this one is a a brand new release. You know it. We know it. Let's just say it together. It's called Bullet Bullet Train to Busan. And I'm very excited to talk about it, but I must have a synopsis before I do so. Du revoir. This week's IMDb synopsis has no author. Wow. Which, of course, as in the days of old, Athena sprung from the head of Zeus ready to dispense wisdom to mortals. So did this synopsis spring forth from the ether ready to enlighten our podcast. Ladybug, Brad Pitt, 
is an unlucky assassin determined to do his job peacefully after one too many gigs gone off the rails. Fate, however, may have other plans, as Ladybug's latest mission puts him on a collision course with lethal adversaries from around the globe, all with connected yet conflicting objectives on the world's fastest train. The end of the line is just the beginning. In this nonstop thrill ride through modern-day Japan... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> why did they end on that? Why, they should have stopped at just the beginning. The end of the That's line the is just part. the beginning. In this nonstop thrill ride through modern day Japan. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> this movie, Bullet Train, is why the world needs two chunks. Yeah, yeah. dude. Yes. I, let's, let's do this. I'm so let's glad we're this. hitting this let's right this. from the start. I, I'm, I feel very... Um, I feel very, I have strong convictions about this topic. Hey, that's rare. I know. I usually, I'm so middle ground, wishy-washy. Lukewarm. (laughs) (laughs) I think the first time we got to really feel the strength of the Chunkies Mm. was a call to action years ago now to check all of the boxes to fill out an application to become Rotten Tomatoes critics. Yes. Um... Because at the time it was, you know, honestly, I guess we've never really aimed for, we're aiming for the stars now, yeah. five, five and a half years in. But at the beginning, it was just like, let's just have fun and do this thing. And then people are listening and we start to have people we don't know that are listening. Like, oh, that's cool. Huh. So it's just like, we've always tried to shoot for a little bit more. And one of the big things was that Rotten Tomatoes critics getting all the reviews and all that good stuff. Um, and fill out the application and send it to them in their time frame, which, yeah. by the way, that process has a lot of boxes to check. Lots and of we steps. even double-checked the, the podcast side of things, and we got word back. I don't remember how long it took, but we got word back, and they said no, um, even though we had checked every box. But they did say it's because you don't really have anything written. You mm-hmm. don't have anything written reviews to where it didn't necessarily make sense because when you read the fine print, it says X amount of episodes, but yeah. supposedly they huh. also want the written aspect of things. And we were like, we don't really have the time. And, and regardless, the biggest punch to the gut was we'd have to wait till the next window opened a year after that. Mm-hmm. And then transferred into kind of a conversation we had about just being labeled Rotten Tomatoes critics in general. And then I can pass that off to whoever wants to keep the conversation going, but... Well, I think I think what it boils down to is like, I find, we talked a little bit about this last week. I think I find critic ratings helpful to a certain extent. I find ratings in general helpful to a certain extent. I think there's a sliding scale, right? If you see an action movie, a comedy, or especially a rom-com that sniffs mid-sevens, that means it's probably very good. It's probably good. amazing, yeah. And so you have to look at the, you know, if you look at something and say, oh, it's got a 7.5, so it's probably just okay. What type of movie is it? There's all these different sliding scales for all these different things that you really have to look through. And you have to wade through some bad opinions, some bad reviews. But what really, really frustrates me sometimes is every once in a while, you end up looking at the reviews for a movie like a bullet train. And it's just like, did you guys not watch the trailers before you yeah, saw this movie? Right. I feel like with Bullet Train especially, the way you have to review this is did they succeed? Did they hit the center of the bullseye they were aiming at? Right. Because this is yeah. not this is not Oscar bait, which I don't use um, derogatorily. Like, I, I, I really like Oscar bait movies. Yeah. Um, but this is this is not a drama. This is this not, is this not going to make me question my relationship to art. I'm not going to question my place in society. I'm not going to make a big life change based on this. It's this not going to change movie. the world. Yeah, that leans it's, it leans action comedy, but it's an action movie. Here's the thing about critics, uh, Rotten Tomatoes critics. Critics in general are executive chefs. They these people exist everywhere. Uh, they're also I work on faculty, and faculty just tend to. Pull up by my own bootstraps. Nobody's in uh, uh, working all together to become a professor. Nobody works all together to become the executive chef. You've done something on your own laurels, and then you get there, and you think, I'm it. And that just happens. That just tends to happen. Sure. That's why we say we're a podcast for mostly everyone, a podcast for the people. But it's things like this. Linda and Al Lerner of Movies and Shakers, these are some rotten critic reviews of Bullet Train. 
you this can't film have a cartoonish. Pun. You can't have a pun in your name and then be unwilling to engage with bullets. Yeah, right. <laughs> this Get film is here. a cartoonish action comedy superimposed on a super gross and grisly. Hold up, I clicked. A th- I clicked. Ads are everywhere. Super gross and grisly backdrop. Even Pitt and the rest of the cast can't save. This bullet train goes off the rails as a fast trip to nowhere. That's the kind of expletive that makes me so mad. Yeah, that yeah. Makes you me want very to have. Angry. You are literally only in this, it feels like, for the italicized stamp on a poster yes, somewhere. Yes, 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 yes. On some kind of non-reputable movie review Instagram that doesn't have the check mark yet that you just want to be able to say, like, I said that witty thing. Bullet Train certainly serves the Brad Pitt brand, but it's too weak to deliver him to a new destination. Why are we looking for... A new destination for... Do you think Brad Pitt think makes Brad movies Pitt, to win Oscars? I don't yeah, think Brad right. Pitt said yes to Bullet Train because he's like, this is a good move for my career. I think I don't think he wakes me. up and he's like 1% better every right. day. It's right. like, what are you doing? You know, it's. I understand the irony of making fun of movie critics when we we literally critique movies on this podcast. I, I, I like to think that we're a little more nuanced than that a, a lot of times, but... Even still, so the thing with Jake Paul this week or Logan Paul, one of the Paul brothers, who cares? But I don't care which one. one. One of them saying that Nope was terrible and Daniel Kaluuya clapped back on Twitter like, why do we care? Who are you? <laughs> yeah. What have you ever done? In such a Daniel Kaluuya way. Yeah. Yes. To just be like, just blunt, bluntly say what everybody's thinking. Yeah. yeah. Like, bro, no, nobody, you've never done anything. Who cares I don't care what, what you, think. you think about this and movie. I, I'm, I'm yeah. not saying that because why would you care what we think? We've never done anything in the movie right. industry sure. either. I well, just we have, think- we've shadow, we shadow wrote. That's true. Police Nubby Dad. That's true. Yeah, we got backdoored there. But I, yeah. I, I guess my point here is like, as a, as a group of relative nobodies who love reviewing, watching and talking about movies, it feels like maybe- when you watch and review an action movie, you should watch and review it as an action movie. Right. I really do think like reviewing movies should be, did they hit what they're aiming at? And for mm-hmm. an Oscar bait movie, did they make me reevaluate a whole bunch of things about my life and now I'm going to change my life about See, it? See, but that, for, that's yeah. not even necessarily a, a fair scale. I, I think the scale is, it's twofold, right? It is, did the movie, did the movie deliver what it sold? And did I like yeah. it? That's that's the yeah. heart of a critique, right? There's a ton of movies yeah. that deliver exactly what they told me they were going to, and it's not for me, and I don't like it. So I'm not going to rate that highly. There's a lot of yeah. movies that I really, really like that I don't have any business liking. Yeah, I think when they line up is when you get something like a bullet train, which, yeah, should not get a 10 out of 10 and no. be applauded and- as the best movie <laughs> of a generation. But it yeah. owns... Yeah. There's multiple symptoms of franchise fatigue. Sure. One of them is because John Wick rocked the world, everything has to be exactly— Do you really want that, though? Right. Do yeah, you right, want right, right, right. everything to—you want to come out and be like, that reminded me so much of John Wick. Yeah. Like, there were so many rotten reviews about this because our director was kind of a part of the John Wick crew. He was not the main part of it. But he had something to do with that. It was like, okay, everyone's like, oh, thank God. Like, I can definitely tell who the John Wick power was. It's not this half of the creative team or whatever. Goofy, goofy, it's like, goofy, why goofy. are you? That's not. This man directed, direct. he directed Deadpool 2. Like, that's what's also so funny. We don't have to get into every flavor of critiquing things sure. in an unfair way. But if you're going to research one thing, research the other. Yeah. What, like, also what directed you Hobbs and Shaw. I do want to point that out. Yeah. Yeah, we That's you should have known what you were going to get from this. This yeah. is what we do. Directed Deadpool, Deadpool 2, Atomic Blonde. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> Look at this dude's track record. You should have known what he was going to deliver. This is what yeah. they make. Yeah. <sighs> so. Stunt coordinator for Jupiter Ascending. Like, nothing but <laughs> bangers. That explains, <laughs> that explains the... Uh, I guess this is a good time to say spoilers for Bullet Train if you didn't uh, figure that part out already. But yeah. I guess that explains the Channing Tatum <laughs> random exactly. cameo. Well, and the Reynolds f- random cameo as well. well the re- we've pulled the Reynolds random cameo twice now. Yep. King yeah, of that's being a Hobbs in movies for 15 thing. seconds. Loves yep. that. I hope he gets paid for that. Uh, I hope he doesn't. That's even Bullock, better. Tatum, and Pitt were all uh, the Lost City. Same time yeah. filming. Yep. Oh. They carpooled, I bet. Yeah. Okay. Pitt basically looks exactly like he did in yeah. Velocity, which is great. It's a it's a fun little it's a good look. action rom-com. It's 
a good look. Yeah, I um yeah, as Anyways. we begin our actual discussion of bullet train and not just bloviating about how annoyed we are with people hating on things. What a word, dude. I'm, I've never heard it in my life, but it, it, I know it's real. I just know it's real. <laughs> what a great word. <laughs> bloviating. I am... <laughs> I'm torn between how funny I think that is and how honored I am that I could just say a word and you're like, I trust that that's a real word. Yeah, thing. I believe that's a real word. That's it. It fit perfectly. Phonetically, I was like, bloviating. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, we can't all be as ventrifical as Jordan, so. That one's not. That one's nothing. <laughs> I think it is. Ventrifical? Mm-hmm. Could be. <laughs> yeah. I believe it's a word. I don't have the same, same faith in real my friends. Gullible today. I don't have the same faith in my friends that you do. <laughs> I, I'm going to say it. I'm going to be crazy. I loved every minute yeah, dude, yeah, of yeah, Bullet yeah. Train. Yep. I went and by I just, myself, uh, completely solo, flew solo to this movie. It was me what and- What a great like, solo movie. Yeah, me and five other people in the theater. This was, guys, and, I, and no disrespect to my wife or my friends, <laughs> my favorite movie theater experience that I've had in the last I year. love going to the movies alone. Yeah, yeah. it's a good time. I'll usually do some horror flavor by myself. Sure. I don't think I could do horror by myself. I think it's fun. I might go. I might go see Barbarian by myself. Oh, Ooh. that looks really interesting. To that me. does look I'm really a, good. I'm a Bill Skarsgård head. Uh, hey, the boy. I got the trailer for Smile. Ugh. Oh yeah, that looks so scary. Very scary. <laughs> yeah. I got the full trailer for The Woman King, by the way, and oh, yeah. that movie that looks, looks very good. Awesome. Good. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. look, uh, here, here's the thing. I'm going to super pump right now just because it's going to flavor everything I say. And my super yep. pump is the cast. Just the cast. Yeah. Just the cast and in general. Their, their chemistry, their banter, every person. Um, I think the weakest performance in this whole movie is Joey King, who still did fine. Yeah, I was going to say Logan Lerman because he didn't really do much. Wait, where was he? He was, the, was, he? He was the dead guy. He just, he just died. He was, he was the, the son. Guy. Oh, the son. He was the dead guy. Wait, really? That's Logan Lerman. Yeah. yeah, I did not put that together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you think it was Post Malone because the face tattoos? <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, Post. They got Post for this. They got Only what? one Caucasian man, I think, in the world with face tattoos, and he's in it's this just movie. Post Malone. Yeah. It's Post. <laughs> no, man. I, I just every time somebody new showed up, I, Bad Bunny walked in, and I was like, yeah, he okay. can act. He Great. did a good job. I yeah. thought he was cool. Yeah, he was cool. He was cool. He, he was be scary. Mad. It was sh- it was shades of like just putting Sting in movies. Yeah, you know? right. It was yeah, like absolutely okay. We're not going to ask too much of you. Just go in and fight, <laughs> man. Yeah. I th- every time someone new showed up, every time we got a title card for a new assassin, every time yep. anybody new entered the fray. I mean, yeah, for crying dude, out loud, so fun. What's her name? Um, hold on. I'm, let me find it real quick. From the boys. Um. Karen Fukuhara, she oh, plays yeah. Kamiko in The Boys, and she was, all she was was a concession cart person. Yeah. Yeah. That was it. That's it. That was such, I think that was a wink. Because yeah. she's, yeah, I think so too. She is kicking the most bootay in The in Boys, the boys yeah. right now. Big, <laughs> yeah. And so time. it's like, everyone's just expecting her to also Dude, be, well, I thought that was yeah. funny. Zazie Beats, her face is yeah. in this movie for what, two minutes? Also the world's coolest name. Oh my I goodness. Know. Everything she's, she does, she's amazing. Yeah. I might watch Deadpool 2 today. She's so Gosh, cool. Deadpool 2 does rule. Deadpool 2 is pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'll, uh, I'll piggyback on this. Yeah, please. I do. I think Ladybug, the vibe of Ladybug. Yeah, man. It is it is the spiritual essence espresso drip of Brad Pitt. Like he yes, dude. yes. he is he's munching on snacks. The dude to yeah. just be he's eating the whole time and he's stumbling into gorgeous action. He he uh, he wore a bucket hat and still was one of the most beautiful humans. Right? That man I've is ever 60. Seen. He's I know. <laughs> he's, he's, that sucks. There's a painting. He, there's a painting of him somewhere that is aging horrendously right now. Yes, dude. Yes, it felt like though Ladybug was one of his Dragon Balls. Like I feel yeah. like, yeah, it's it's going to go a little bit under the radar, and it's maybe because of the critiquing. But I think his role as Ladybug is going to age really well. Oh, yeah, because there was sure. a, there was still enough nuance, right? There is something different about him 
having it together, but also not, and just carrying the weight of bad luck so that we have Dude. the, we come back to it later and be like, actually, the bad luck is a good thing. A bumbling criminal on a journey taking of on self actualization and therapy. In the middle of it. Coming yeah. to grips with his bad luck through the lens of like, well, everybody has their own thing. And yeah. I'm Dude, learning it, to it be, is like, it's so the weirdest. Good. The weirdest thing in the world, but Brad Pitt in this movie reminded me so much of my counselor, Todd. <laughs> oh, that's perfect. Every time, that. every single time, Todd's first response is, huh, well, now let's think about that. Anytime yeah. I say something, it's like, oh, that's exactly what Brad Pitt did this whole entire yeah. movie. Huh, yeah. And it just had that. to, it had to be Pitt stumbling into. Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like there's, I, I was realizing because we are in such, we're so action minded on this podcast right now. Um, and it's going to be that flavor for much of the rest of our, our that year. That is true. And so I do find myself picking up and being like, could Willis have? Could Cruz have? Could Stallone have? Could, you know, all these different things. Uh, could Clooney have? Clooney and Pitt sure. get put together a lot mm. because of Oceans. I don't but I just don't think there's a different kind of yeah. just charm to yeah. Brad Pitt that was the perfect flavor for Ladybug. And that's my super pump. Every yeah. moment of him. He's, he is... I remember, I don't know why anyone has ever said that Brad Pitt is one note, but that seems to be a recurring thing for a lot of people. I don't see how you could have watched uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and not right. come but away going, But it's like even the beginning of his career. Yeah. 13 Monkeys and Fight Club, and hes I don't think he ever has been one note. You know what's I funny? I think people are just mad he's always pretty. I don't yeah. think about him frequently in these conversations, but... I, I think accidentally Brad Pitt might be a top five actor of mine. Yeah. Ooh, that's fun. I love that. That is fun. I think I might I have walked that. backwards into loving Brad Pitt. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's. I was so impressed by his nonverbals in this. Like yes. he was when he's not talking, when he's observing, and there's so much of that that was brilliant throughout yeah. this movie. Because there's we're. I think we're realizing when we get into these great metal beasts that are trains. Yes. It's like our set is very small. And so it feels very one yeah. act and a lot yeah. of these things. So each train car has like a new opportunity and you have to be strong. I think when we, we don't have a wide lens, everyone in there, because we don't get to look at a sea of people. We don't get right. to walk through a casino of extras yeah. that could really F up the scene. Yeah. It's like it has to be everybody good. And and it, it, we're only on the Brad Pitt up part of things. There's right. so everybody. like Everybody's said, delivering. Is so Everyone good. Delivers. There's, there's I, something it was I almost sucker. my super pump. When we talk about nonverbals, it was almost my super pump. The the thing that stands out to me is the cast like fully delivering, fully, fully committing. Is the the fight in the silent train car between yeah, Brad Pitt, uh, uh, between Ladybug and Lemon. That was a that was Tom and Jerry. Like that was. It's him I don't know how that right? worked so well. No, that's Lemon. Brian Tyree Henry. Tan Brian is Tyree Lemon. Henry is yeah. Lemon. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah, it's uh, the truck that he takes over at the end is an homage to who he lost. Tangerine is Aaron Taylor Johnson. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're 100% right. Right. he's Harry sour. Lemon. Lemon yeah, is sour. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. No, that was incredible. I, like, nonverbals from everybody. Oh, you're wow. drinking a Tangerine LaCroix. Wow. I didn't even think about then it. Is, hey, is now a good time to let you know that Tangerine's my super pump for the movie? Oh, yeah, for Dude, sure. Almost mine. For sure. Aaron Taylor Johnson is my He's super so pump for good. this movie. Cast him in everything. Put him bro. in every what? movie. What? Out Put of him in all nowhere. Of what? Ugh. Put him in everything. What a great, what a, I'm I'm fine with him being this person for the rest of his life. Absolutely. <laughs> give me a give me a tangerine spin-off. Give me a, a prequel to Bullet Train. He's a certified my man hottie. wears Yeah, he wears facial hair. Like he was born with it. Yeah. Yes. Maybe he was. I've never seen a baby picture. Yeah, he's a certified hottie. He's super funny. He's good in the action. He's very intense. Great and in the action. Dude, when he's emotional, I felt it, man. I yeah. Was, he's so good. I'm telling you, give me, I don't even care if they're the same characters. Just make them the same characters. Just give me Brian Tyree Henry and Aaron Taylor Johnson together. Just put them yep. together. Yeah. Here's something that hurts my gut, though. Talk to me. His next thing. Is the train wreck we talked about all day yesterday? He's about to be Craven, right? Oh my! Oh, that's God. not that's Sony. That's Sony. He is, but that's still Sony. That's Sony. I it's not that WB. ATJ's cast as Craven. Oh, that sucks. I'm sorry. You know what sucks I'm even sorry worse to put that wet that blanket on you. 
He's a pretty inspired casting for Craven. I know. What I do know. we do? Maybe it's him. Maybe he's the... It's I don't maybe know. Maybe AKJ hey, saves it. Maybe somebody called him and was like, Aaron Taylor Johnson, it is Morbin time. Let's do this. And he was like, yeah. sold. Let's morb. Yeah. And he was like, let's, let's morb. morb. Yeah, man. I love this man. And I love Brian Tyree Henry. And the yes. two of them together, their chemistry, their, their banter. The Thomas the Tank Engine stuff yes. never got old to me. Never got old it to me. It was perfect. How is this the trainest train movie? It is the trainest train, train movie. How do we stumble onto the trainiest train movie for our series? Oh my goodness, man. And it's fun too, because I don't think, I love our energy right now, and I don't think we anticipated feeling this good about it. I don't think oh. it's because of the critic reviews. No. You have to understand, the other two-thirds are Snowpiercer and Train to Busan. Right. <laughs> Very good movies. And so we're like, oh man, are they about to kill the movie, fran- the train movie franchise? No. <laughs> this could be the last train ever made. The, tra- the third movie in the trainage. I think <laughs> the trainage. Carter, what I'm the most impressed with is you had already seen it. We had a we had a planning call a couple days ago. You'd already seen it by that point, and you didn't say a word. Yeah. And I would have no because I need it needed to be organic. No, I get it. I get completely it. for y'all. I, I have been it. like I I felt like I can't text you guys. Like I have to like keep a distance. It's like when I <laughs> bought Jess's ring before I proposed to her. Sure. It's like I can't even see you right now because sure. I have incredible news that I can't tell you yet. <laughs> That's what I felt after seeing Bullet Train talking yeah. to you guys. It's like I can't. This is, ugh. wow. Yeah. And you know what? I love a good surprise movie as well. I, now, don't get me wrong. I had good vibes about this movie from yeah. the trailers even. It felt right. It felt good. I had high hopes. But I love leaving a theater and just looking at whoever you went with or talking to friends about it later. Or didn't go with. Or didn't go with. And just being able to be like, what a delight. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I just had a blast in that movie yeah. theater. It really feels like I went to a restaurant and asked yeah. the waiter, like, hey, what would you recommend? Yeah, and just surprise like, me. Honestly, try this. And it's the best thing I've ever eaten. Right. Yeah. Do you want to see, like, my still shot frame of, like, the, the non-verb, the face of Carter reaction to this whole movie? Yes, but yes. It has bits of, this is great, right? Like, it has bits of, like, <laughs> They were so wrong moments, but right. it's like this. It's like this. <laughs> <laughs> Just emotionally. Like, is this the movie they saw? Is this working? Like the whole time How I'm does this work? Chelsea, that's all she's seeing is like. <laughs> <laughs> like it's, this is like. <laughs> I was just so mad at critics. <laughs> Dude, I agree. Because yeah. I'm a, yeah, on the Enneagram, I'm, I, I. We got to say what we love about each other. And I think both of y'all had something that like played a little bit into like my hopeful curation of relationship. Like I want people to know other people that I feel like they would love each other. And so when I hear other, I I just, I'm so glad we have a podcast that we have a popular podcast to be able to say, no, go. Don't listen, go see this movie. Don't, I want to protect all of you. Please, Jamie. (laughs) Jamie. Run, go Jamie, see go, the train. Like, <laughs> Jamie, go see the train. <laughs> <laughs> no, I get it because it, it's it's the critics are trying to keep people from having from forming a meaningful relationship with Bullet Train, and you're over here like, no, you have to be friends. Yeah. You must. You simply yeah. must be friends with Bullet Train. You know what the best thing about Bullet Train is, friends? It's actually not John Wick, right? Yeah, it's not at all. Great. It's not it at all very John Wick. much its own thing. It's like this marriage of so many different Why things. does it have to be? Because you know what we haven't even talked about yet? Mm. It's funny. It's yes. so funny. Actually, funny. it is so Out funny. Loud. Like this movie succeeds at every turn. I, yeah, dude. I don't know. Callie yeah. and I, we have this, we have this language of grunts and groans for action movies Gross. that we'll be sitting next to each other on the couch. <laughs> And something will happen and we'll both just be like, ooh, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. just so like, ooh, so amped about it. And I just feel like so much, this entire movie, we were just like, ooh, 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 <laughs> ooh. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It is that Deadpool. I, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I know that there's sort of a stigma around Deadpool. I even have a stigma with Deadpool of like, we get it, it's Deadpool, he's, he's silly. But like, yeah. it works for a reason. The formula is powerful. And yeah. that formula is alive here in Bullet Train, but I would say perfected. Yeah. I think this is a better end product than Deadpool because the jokes feel more organic. Well, and I we think it doesn't it doesn't carry the weight of being Deadpool. Yes, it doesn't have yes. something to live up to. 
Right. We had a character arc for a Fiji water bottle. Yes. Yep. Carter. Yep. May, one of my favorite scenes in the entire movie. Absolutely loved it. And it here's what's brilliant about it is it wasn't until after the scene that I was like, wait, that is blatant product placement. Yeah, <laughs> right. absolutely. Right. It's just like, now it's, occurring to me that they said, which water bottle company wants to pay us for this? So heavy fisted. <laughs> they basically did the that same it's thing clearly with aware. Yeah, Midway through absolutely. the movie as well, yeah. which is another fantastic scene, by the way. Dude, oh, I geez. like in there's me and five other people in the theater, and I guffawed out loud just <laughs> whenever, whenever he was like, bro, I just remembered I gave all my money to that guy to Dude. wear my hat and my glasses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because calling people bro and dude, and it made y'all. me laugh every single time. Pitt Pitt has most of the Infinity Stones. Yes. Brad Pitt is also has also always been very funny. Yes. He's very funny. Even uh, I mean, whatever. I, I'm not a I'm not a huge Friends fan, but whenever I see the episode where he that he is on, he's hysterical even in a show like Dude, that. Like he's yeah. unstoppable. Brad Pitt is like he's like your most athletic friend that is also Top three funniest friend. You're just like, right. well, I'm, okay. I'm right here, man. Just, just say Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on the call. What are you talking He's about? He's the Jordan of the movie business. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, I totally agree. He's just, he's uh, got, he has a, when you talk about the it factor, like when, the, 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 that someone has something special that yeah. you either have it or don't have it. It is not earnable or gettable or learnable. Yeah. But Brad Pitt is what happens when you have that it factor and then yeah. add on a lot of hard work and talent. Yeah. Like yeah. he just No one has, has ever it. said he's the new version of, and no one's ever going to say like this new guy is the next version of right. Brad Pitt. You yes. know, like nobody even tries. Like why would you do I'm that? I'm thinking this is bad. I don't know that this is one-to-one, but I'm thinking Julia Roberts here of just like, yes, she's, she's a good actor and she's very talented, but- she just has this charm to her that's not teachable. It's, it's just this her. thing you yeah. can't right. learn. It's the yeah. thing, like with Brad Pitt, it's the, I don't think he could have done anything else with his life. Right, yeah. yeah. You know Imagine what I mean? if he was like, like a waiter. Right, it's yeah. like, no, he has, he's got this thing. And so this was the only place he could ever end yeah. up. He was destined to end up in some casting call somewhere. Yeah. Right. He's too cool. Let's try this. He's too cool to be a caricature mm. because- McGonaghy, everyone's talking about like, who's the next McGonaghy? Like, all you have to do is have a Southern accent and be charming and funny. Right. And it reminds you of Matt McGonaghy. Sure. But it's like, you can't really, there's not a lot of people going out and being even able to impersonate like Brad Pitt. It's like, what do you even do? Yeah. Uh, You accidentally catch something impressively? I think is the only (laughs) answer. What do you do? Chow down on some wasabi peas. I wanted wasabi peas so bad. Me when too. I was watching this what movie. a great theater movie. It got me so snacky. Oh, yes. it, did. it did. Yes. Yeah, I, all I wanted was uh wasabi peas and a sparkling Voss. I would have just I would have snapped the oh neck for both of those in that, <laughs> oh in that theater. <laughs> I would have probably held somebody up out of the roof of a train and let them get chopped in half. Oh, oh. my goodness, dude. It was so We're talking cool. reactions. I had so many <gasps> yeah. I know. Yes, me too. And I would just like let out some air. Just like, oh. It's like I would forget that I was watching a pretty violent movie until extreme violence broke out. And I was like, oh yeah. 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 That's what, and before until we, Michael Shannon gets a katana embedded dude. in his shoulder. Oh. We, we got to talk about all that. But before we go to, uh. to talk about anything else, we do have to take a break for some shout outs. Shout out, Nonsense is here to say we're gonna do shout out, Nonsense in a special way. We're gonna do it here and say some stuff, and everybody here says music, movie stuff, and it's time to go. Welcome to Shout Announcements, the part of Dude, the show. Dude, was that off the dome? Yeah, honestly. Um, Lies. Uh, no, honestly, I wrote it. <laughs> <laughs> I had it prepped. Oh, that's a, that's an old song, man. That's a, that's a, from the 80s. Wow, send me the PDF of the lyrics. I would love to. I would love to. Hey, we got a new series coming your way starting next week. And that's really all we have to talk about here in Chat Announcements because we're very excited about it. Allow me to say, I honestly want to just get back to talking about bullet train. I do too. So let's 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 go through through this this. at the speed of a bullet train. Let let me me lay the groundwork here. Um, This was born uh, 
I thankfully, Oh wow, this is taking a long time. In our <laughs> Well, now I'm going to go even slower. Oh boy. In our podcast with three oh, of too us, fast. sometimes one of us says, "Hey, I'm having a hard time with movies right now." And the other two say, <laughs> "Let's talk about it." Here's what happened. I am experiencing I, I think you say you can say either you or Doge. Yeah. I've never said that in my life. I I am experiencing some severe movie depression and burnout. Uh, I feel like every, every, uh, so many things I'm watching feel like the same thing, cut from the same we're switching. Cloth. We're switching. Top Gun Maverick revealed this big time for yeah. us, huh? Yeah, we're going to be a news podcast. We're going to be a news podcast. No hard hitting political coverage that you've come to expect from two chunks and hunk. We have decided that our next series, in order to keep things a little fresh, is going to be more action movies. No, but it is though. It's going to be uh, action movies. Uh, a lot of these are international action movies, but mostly the point here: these are action movies that keep things fresh got their own unique vision. Mm. And I'm mm. so, so mm. pumped to introduce our next series. Five, <laughs> five movies, six movies technically, five episodes. Five for fighting. Yes. I'm 60 for a moment. <laughs> I'm so pumped. I'm so, I'm so excited. We're starting with, now's the time, right? Yeah, we're mm-hmm. starting with this year's big smash hit over on Netflix, RRR. Yeah, Amazing. none guys, of us have so seen pumped. it. I'm so excited. So excited. I cannot wait. It's phonetically an action movie sound. It's just like, yeah. It's just like, it's like a dog. So, anyway. Tune in for Five for Fighting, which I, honest to God, am pumped out of my gore. I am so about. excited. Do we tell, should we say the other movies now? Yeah, let's say the other movies. We're doing RRR. Um, what's, sorry, now I need to pull up the list. Yeah, I know. Now we need to, look, <laughs> now we need to pull them up. Uh, RRR. Week two is Fury Road. Yeah. Oh, finally. Guys, breathe a sigh of been, relief. I have been trying to get us to do Fury Road. And not that you guys have been working against me. Right. We've just been unable to find a time to do Fury Road. We were so close to finishing our Fast and Furious series <laughs> four years ago yes, with, with an episode Fury about Fury Road. Oh, I'm so excited. I to think see. we'll be better at it now. I'm excited. I'm glad we I'm waited. I'm definitely better at podcasting than I was in 2018. I'm glad we waited. Big Week time. three. This one I'm pumped about because I quite literally just watched these for the first time a week ago today. The Raid 1 and 2. Yeah. Together double, as one double episode. feature. I'm so pumped. It is basically a four-hour story. It is. So. It really is. Um, week four. Man, Doge, I'm so excited for you. I'm so I'm freaking pumped. I, w- I will pay endless amount of money to watch it in the same room as you, Doge. You live three streets away from me. It's That's why I said walk. I'll pay anything. Okay, week fine. Four. It's 100 bucks. Week four. Hope you like Donnie Yen because I do. Ip Man. We're watching yeah. Ip Man week four. And then week five, closing it out with maybe my personal biggest surprise love ever in, in a movie. Like something I started and was like, oh, this is not what I was expecting. Kingsman, The Secret Service. Yes. Oh, man. What a good movie. I'm this so excited series, for I'm so yeah. unbelievably amped for. I like. Wanted to just watch them all last night and be like, let me prepare by watching all of these movies real quick. <laughs> so pumped for this. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's going to be a good time. Very good. I cannot wait. And I hope you can't wait either. So make sure you tune in. Sorry, this show announcements was long. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Can I super dump? Oh, okay. I'm going to get some negativity out of the way. Sure. So that we can return to our positivity. Yes, 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 yes. And I don't know who to direct this super dump at, but it it made me did it made me did not like this part of it. Sandra Bullock is fifty eight years old. It is okay for an actress to look fifty eight years old. They're like the wig, 
Are you super dumping the wig? Uh, it's not the wig. It's the digital de-aging on Sandy's face. The like Marvel Studios style, like let me smooth out the wrinkles and make you look like Fiona from Shrek. Like it, it is so uncanny. It did not look like a human face. It looked like a wax dummy <laughs> animated with the spirit of Miss Congeniality. Like it- Congeniality, huh? Congeniology. Yeah, the Miss Congeniality where she's like, this is actually what your dad was like. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, man. Yeah. I, I don't know. That's my super dumb. Is like, it's okay. It's okay yeah. to be 60. There's nothing wrong with being 60. Yeah, my super dump- I'm first of all, and I think you feel the same way. I'm fine with whatever you want to do to like personally, yeah, work on your appearance or however you want to look, whatever makes you feel absolutely. Good. <clears throat> I super dumped that we saw her. Yeah, I think it would have been so fun to just never. We didn't yeah. really have to see her. I think they wanted to have the car bit. Yeah, right. That it falls down, like because we already all know, like she's cast. We know it's, it's not once. It's not like a secret thing. Yeah. Um. But yeah, my super dump is that that we even saw her, and it sound, that sounds like a vicious super dump <laughs> for someone that I do love yeah, dearly. I, love Sandy. I do feel I like Sandy is a family member, but yeah, I don't think we needed to even see I her. Agree. And if we did, uh, we could also have just walked to the next theater over and watched The Lost City, right? right. <laughs> because she's totally fine, and just le- like we just know how old she is. That's. Yeah, she just looks like She's Sandra still Bullock. Still a leading lady, dude. Uh, like, there's no right. need to yeah. shoehorn. The, anyway, I'm with you. I, it's not my super dump, but I'm with you. Uh, do you want to know my super dump? Yeah, tell me. I this. have a super dump, and then a super a super d- d- dumpito, a little guy. Ooh. Um. And honestly, I had a hard time, but it's okay. Yeah. My super dump is that Joey King is an underwhelming final baddie. Um. I thought that she. I thought that she did a good job. I thought she was the weakest performance of our main cast. And so when she ends up being sort of the final blast here, it was a little yeah. womp womp for me. Is Joey King actually British? I don't believe so. She does a great job. Yeah. This is a great, great accent. Great accent to pick up. Again, I think is she does. Is Aaron Taylor Johnson British? Yes. He is. Brian Tyree Henry is not. not. And um, yeah, his accent was whatever. His accent is rough. I mean, it's, it's not Kevin Costner in Robin Hood. <laughs> It is not Don it's Cheadle. It's not Don Cheadle. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We said that at the same but time. That, that's fun. That like South London is super hard to Yeah. To I'm watching get. enough Love Island to know it's a little bit off. Yeah. I, I, he again, doesn't call anybody babes. I don't dislike, yeah. I don't dislike Joey King at all. I just thought that comparatively, nah, she was great. a pretty underwhelming final baddie. If I had my eyes closed, I would have said that was Sophie Turner. She sounds 100% oh, like Sansa Stark the whole time she's talking in this Yeah, movie. I can buy that. I can buy that. Hmm. My my super dumpito is you showed me two really cool gangs on the side of the train and we never got to watch them fight anybody. And I really I know. wish that we had or each to watch other. Them fight. Yeah, dude. Like it just would have been cool yeah. if those guys got on the train at some point, I think. And we had to do yeah. like a snow piercer style three versus twenty kind of fight. Yeah. Would have been cool. Yep. I knew like you just had a feeling that our white wolf reveal of the actor. Like it was going to be a bigger name. I didn't even look at, I guess I didn't yeah, look far didn't enough down the credits. I didn't either. I had no idea he was nope. in this movie. Um, Michael Shannon, right? Yeah, you want to talk about accents that slip in and out. Oh, and that's fine. Yeah. It's pretty I mean, rough, Mikey. It, Michael Shannon care. is borderline stunt casting for the end of this movie just to be like, hey, check who we got. And check out who we check got. Check who we got. Yeah, it's the white wolf. It's, or it's white death, ex- not white wolf. It's the exact energy of Brad oh, yeah, Pitt's four-second cameo in Deadpool 2 mm-hmm. as the mm-hmm. invisible guy. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, that was mm-hmm. Brad Pitt the whole time. It's like, let's make an entire movie out of that vibe. Yeah. Yeah. I love Michael Shannon. And too. this was great. I mean, this was yeah, fine. Yeah. It's not going to be, it's not doing for his career what what uh, Ladybug is doing for Brad. <laughs> Neither of them need it by no. any means, but- I think I thought it was fun. I, I thought it was great to. It's he's got a he's got a hateable face. Like yeah, I think he really does. Knows yeah, that. I he love him. Yeah, he uses it really well. I think he's even if he is to be pitched as being a phenomenally good guy in a movie. I don't trust it. It feels like there's layers. It feels like yeah. Mm, but that's why not. he really was the perfect Zod. To to be fair to Mr. Snyder, he really yeah. was. Um, his role in Shape of Water mm, was yes. despicable. Mm-hmm. Uh, I. 
Can I tell you what I think I've decided this movie's greatest superpower is? Huh. I'm dying to know. Everything and everyone is so cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Every Everybody's costume, everybody's vibe, the way everybody yeah. fought, the way everybody died, even the stupid stuff, the, the look of the train, the soundtrack of this movie, everything oh is cool. Yeah. Dude, and it's such a flex of different action scapes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. On one hand, we have Tangerine jumping on the back of a, right. which Aaron Taylor Johnson made me feel like he's, even in Kick-Ass, made me feel like he's just capable of doing yeah, all these things do himself. Anytime. Even I know yeah. that wasn't real. But all the way down to our anti-venom scene. Mm-hmm. Yes. Of Zazie and Brad Pitt, like, like Ladybug just kind of feels like there's got to be one around and grabs it for himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was just amazing. And then I had forgotten that he had anti-venom in him when he got when he got when he's getting chomped yeah, by the snake You're already. not going to hey, believe this coincidence. Don't, yeah. <laughs> don't open toilet snake inside made me squeal laughing. Yeah, what a fun balance of, I think very recently we've talked a lot about when, when a plot gets spoon-fed. Sure. When it's appropriate to just have an actor basically like look and be like, say this out loud, what's happening. oh, can't believe, here's yeah. what happened, yeah. can't believe. Uh, and there was there was a great balance of both, sure. I, I agree, in this. But, and I think it's because they know, uh, sorry, I'm going to look up this director's name one more time. David, is it Leach? L- Leach, I think. So da- David Leach clearly it's seems Lich. to understand. He was powerful in a previous life. <laughs> I am no man. There is, there is... There is something to be said for having the skill set of understanding that plot doesn't really matter in your movie. And and by that, I mean the decision to just say, let's go ahead and spell it out because we're here for the cool factor. The plot is a device to take us from cool thing to cool thing to cool thing. So it's okay Mm -hmm. if we just go, hey, just so make sure you understand this before we move on. This is what's happening. And I think this movie does it very well. And I'm impressed. Yeah. Yeah. I really want to read the book now. I had no, when it came up, is that a bit? Is that a joke? No, it's a real book. It's a real novel. Is it really? Uh Uh-huh. First published in Japanese and then translated to English as Bullet Train. So interesting. I'm very interested if the novel is this vibe or if it's just straight up, like if it is an action comedy novel or if it's just a thriller about assassins on a train. Right. Man, if if it's a comedy- then yeah, I would love to read that book. This is simultaneously my, here's a weird thing, my favorite and my least favorite of our train series. And I think, I think it's my- Your favorite and least favorite moments, I guess? It's my favorite and least favorite movie of the series. And I think that's because I had so much more fun watching this than I did the other two. Uh, Like- Overall, this is the movie experience I would go back to and have that experience again over Train to Busan or Snowpiercer. Gotcha. And I yeah, think same. that's just- Those are both like exhausting to an extent. Right, and that's They're just because more this, drama. this is so like, has so much character and so much flavor. I would press play on this movie again right now. I would start it again today, yeah. But the thing that I like least about it is that something about Snowpiercer and about Train to Busan had that underdog energy of like, hey, nobody actually knows that these are good. These were not some, they're not like, you know, some big studio planned production. It's not like carefully yeah. tailored to make this response in me. It's just actually, a, a it's less corporate, mm. you know what I mean, than this one is. And so there's this weird there? like- Look at these critic ratings, man. I mean, I feel like- But if I like this one, there's an element, there's an element of, I don't know, an element of like sellout of like, <laughs> yeah, of course you like the one with Brad Pitt the best. You know what I mean? I mean <laughs> like, Chris Evans is the main character of Snowpiercer. Sure. And the director directed Parasite. This is just a little shinier, a little more polished. It is definitely that. A little little more like Hollywood big studio. I think I got room in my heart for both things, man. I think I love- You know I'm an all or nothing guy. I think I just love Snowpiercer for what it is and love this for what it is. And I can coexist with both deep in my soul. I need to. My counselor Todd slash Brad Pitt Ladybug in this movie- would tell me that I don't need to have an, such an absolute mentality. I would also tell you that. I'm not, you don't even have to pay me to tell you that. I would just straight up tell you that it's okay to like two things. But I'm not going to listen totally to you because okay. you're not wearing a bucket hat. Feelings. You forgot. Uh, 
one of the more intriguing roles in movie making to me is the casting department. Sure. Uh, because it feels like there needs to be this simultaneous awareness of this person's uh, fit for the role for this specific story and an awareness of this person on the outside of this tunnel vision of a story. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you know yep. Brad Pitt has done other things. So you kind of have to be like, is this too close to blank? Is this this kind of thing? To me, in a great, in a very well, we've already said the cast is amazing. Almost all of us have a super pump that is directly related to yeah. that. I think the most inspired thing is to show us Hiroyuki Sonata early and wait until the very end. Sure. Yes. To sure. let him be Hiroyuki Sonata. Yes. The, the fact that you, I had goosebumps sitting there, seeing him just sitting on that train with that cane, because in my mind, I say, that cane. I think that's a sword. That cane mm-hmm. is a katana. Mm-hmm. This yep. <laughs> is a katana. And then to really just make it so flashy in slow motion and the way he is slicing anything. Yes. Including flesh. It's and like it's cut through the chair, man. That cut through the chair and then through the body was sick. I oh, don't know goodness. if there is a cooler person <laughs> to wield a sword in Hollywood. Yes. Yeah. And Hiroyuki Sonata. I was so glad that he was doing exactly what I hoped he did. 100%. Giving wisdom like Miyaki on steroids. Yeah. Like it was, oh, Every moment of him. And I was like, please don't die. Please don't. Because we've, it's kind of been a recurring thing of like, how many survivors? <laughs> how, many <laughs> how many people survivors actually live? This train? <laughs> yeah. And we had many four. more for this one. Well, not many more, did we? We had four, five survivors. No, one Would dies. You, <laughs> we had four. Father and four son. survivors. Brad. Father, son. And Brian Tyree yep, Henry. That it. was it. Brad Lemon. Yeah. Because Joey King uh-huh. gets killed. Joey King truck. gets smooth. <laughs> <laughs> so we literally went two, three, yep, four. We did. Yep. That's so funny. <laughs> we might have even made a joke about that at the end of uh, Busan that we guessed for. Yeah. But yeah, I, I didn't want to get to the end of this episode without mentioning Sonata, who I oh, think yeah. he, he yeah. is so very much an extension of action anytime he's in it that he, it's like you almost have, to, it, it can go without saying. Yeah. Because you're like, duh. Sure. Like he, that's the biggest call your shot that you could have in a scenario like that is to put a sword in his hands. I didn't recognize Andrew Koji, who plays the father. Um, but I'm realizing now that I just watched him in Peaky Blinders very recently. Mm. Oh, cool. Um, and he's in, uh, uh, I think he's a minor role in Fast 6. But he was responsible for my first cool thought of the movie. Like when they showed him at the Ooh. beginning, I was like, what a cool looking person. Like as he's <laughs> yeah. walking and his hair's in his face, and he's just mad. I was like, oh, he's cool. Yeah. He just looks angry and cool. And then it this just kept movie, going from there. Oh my gosh. I I want to find people that haven't seen this movie uh-huh. and be like, please watch this I with know. me. I know. This is a great movie to Sherpa somebody through. Be like, totally. hey, just, yeah. just trust me on hey, this. Let me do you a quick You're favor. You're going to love let it. Let me do you a quick favor. Go ahead and watch yeah. this movie. Yeah. That's how I was with I Wind with River for like a year after Wind River came out. Everybody, yeah. I was like, I was like, have you seen Wind River yet? Have you seen Wind River yet? Have you seen Wind River yet? <laughs> that was me with Pacific Rim. Oh yeah, yes, yeah. I think every once in a while a movie comes along that is so much better than the reputation that it earns. Yeah, and people need a little nudge, a little help. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's what I want to be. Sometimes you don't really have to leave. Just learning something existentially. Like you don't have to walk out and just be like, man, that changed me. Mm, yeah. Like you just, sometimes you just need to have fun. Yeah. Sometimes you, you can walk go, out of the theater and go, that was awesome. That was great. I that think was a blast. So this is, I think this is what people mean when they say, it's okay for you to turn your brain off and enjoy a movie. Because that line, so you don't have to turn it. that line gets used to excuse movies that don't really deliver and don't, the pieces don't work together yes. fully. Yeah. But I think this is the kind of movie where it's like, you can turn your brain off because it ultimately doesn't matter. But if you do happen yeah. to turn your brain on, it's you're not going to ruin the movie for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I think people use turn your brain off as a, a a short form to mean turn off the taste. Turn off your taste. Yeah. Don't criticize this because I like it. Yeah. Don't, don't dislike it and you'll really like it. And it's like, mm, no, I don't <laughs> well, think so. This movie by turn your brain off, I think what, what it means is you don't, 
you don't have to bring all that in here, man. Just watch it this just cool movie. Surrender, baby. Let the ocean take you away. Because it's got all the right Listen stuff. Listen to the sweet rhythms of the djembe. <laughs> you can go and pop your top just take off. take your shirt off. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you come down to you, Val? I think that it's time, unfortunately, to rate this movie. I hate to see it end. Mm. Love to see, love to see. I don't want to not talk about it. We're going to rate this movie using the scientific cinema scale, which is, of course, perfect and as follows. The best thing we could ever say about a movie is own it. Don't lend it. Buy that poster. The next best thing is buy it. That's followed by rent it and then stream it. And after that is forget it. And last but certainly least, the worst thing we could ever say about a movie. God hath forsaken us. Uh, one of the things that Doge and Jordan have decided to do in it, the most heralded, heralded game in our nation called Jolf is when someone else is making their assumption of something, they mute them so as to not be thrown off by that. And in this scenario, I even, I even, and here's the thing, Chunkies, I even do this thing to where I have to mute things. I have to be able to walk in and say, this is not going to affect me. Even in the rating system, I get to the scientific cinema scale and I think in my head, oh, I don't know what Jordan's going to say. I don't know what Jordan's going to say. <laughs> do I want to lean more critic because I want to be taken more professionally? Do I just rent it? But I buy it though, don't I? And then I look at my gut and I'm like, I buy it. Like I buy it. It was not hard for mm. me. I buy this movie. This is a movie, this is one of those rare movies that I leave and if it was playing in the next screen next to me immediately after, I would just walk right back. <laughs> I, would just, I would just go do it again because it is, it is a blast. Yeah. And I buy this movie uh, wholeheartedly. I would, have, I would have bought it at 2% on Rotten Tomatoes. I would have bought it at 98% on Rotten Tomatoes. This bullet train needs to be seen, sure. I think. I think it's fun. Sure. Yeah, I, I buy bullet train as well. I knew as soon as I left that I was buying it. Um, in fact, I would say that it's probably a watch or two away from maybe nudging up to a poster if it holds up on consecutive watches. Like, it's that good. I really, really loved it. Uh, but yeah, I, I knew when the credits rolled that this was a buy for me. To buy for me as well. And I knew when we got the first title card on the movie that's a neon sign in Japanese and English. Guys, it's just cool. Like, it's just, it's it's the Brad Pitt of movies. It is. Like, I, it is so effortlessly wow. How cool. How did we just get to that? It is so effortlessly cool and it can't be anything other than what it is. And that is effortlessly cool and it's magnetic and I'm apparently metal because I'm completely drawn to I it. I am iron, <laughs> nickel, or cobalt. <laughs> I am completely drawn to it. It, it. I'm like you, Jordan. Like maybe I'll watch it again and buy the poster. It. Please go see Bullet Train. Like whatever influence we have in your life. <laughs> and I know that like a while ago we were like, whatever influence we have in your life, get the COVID vaccine. It's really good and really helpful for society. Go see Bullet Train. Maybe even too. more importantly. <laughs> also more important than the COVID vaccine is go see Bullet, Bullet Train. Train. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Amazing. I can't, I mean, I just, what a treat. Absolutely. What a genuine treat. Guys, I want to go see it again so badly. I know. I, know. I can't wait for it to be out. This is, this is a total buy it on Amazon so you can just pop it on while you're folding laundry kind of a movie. Absolutely. What a great laundry movie. It's a great. Well played. Great laundry movie. I love it. Well, that concludes our Choo Choo Chunks series. If you can, if you can believe it, it's already over. And uh, next week, we will be beginning. Five for fighting. <laughs> <laughs> beginning with RRR. Do we need to spell it differently to avoid a potential litigation? I think, I don't know how you spell it. It's just three letters. RRR. <laughs> Can we spell like F-Y-V-E? For like, like F-Y-T-I-N-G? Fighting. For fighting. Fjai for fjaiting. It's like F J I. And we only do Swedish action movies. Fjai for fjaiting. Big summer blowout. Yeah, I. Big summer blowout. I'm very pumped. I'm. Fruity, birdie, fruity. 
Sorry. I'm very pumped for our next series. Make sure you tune in yeah. to end today's episode. I'd like for each of you to say your name and what snack you would have bought from the concession cart on the bullet train. I'm t- for two chunks. I'm Jordan. This one. I'm buying. You already know it's Sour Patch Kids. You already know it's Sour Patch Kids. I'm buying Sour Patch Kids and whatever sparkling water they have, or if they got one of those canned black cold brews without all the stuff in it, I would buy one of those. Yes, sir. I'm Doge. I'm getting everything cashews. Have you guys had everything cashews? Yes. Are they taste like everything bagels? It's everything everywhere all at once, but the bagel cashews. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm getting um, what is also known as like a League of Legends crowd, nerd clusters. Um, <laughs> I love nerd clusters. They're very I think we good. have you nerd clusters. Strawberry right center. You get them nerds all around it, bro. I'm a nerd cluster boy. And it gives just that sweet sour that I, that I loved about this movie in general. <laughs> very good. It's that chewy good. good. It's that chewy good stuff. And the crunch. See you next week for RRR, my favorite movie about seals. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.